Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Yo, what's up? What's up? Hello. Oh. <clears throat> Big show today. Talk to a cyber security expert. Oh, he's interesting, wasn't Very he? Very interesting about the whole Optus. He knows something that he wouldn't tell us. Go. He knows something. You're yeah, okay? I didn't realise he can't say too much. No. With my question, I didn't really yeah. realise, I guess. He, well, he Am can't impede. That, do you reckon? No, 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 no! You can't, you can't get in trouble, and yes, he can, can get in trouble, trouble for his answer. Yeah, I can, can get, get in trouble, trouble for, for it. Us. She asked the question that led to the answer. I'll settle down, Steph. I'm just answering your question. See how you get in trouble for something else that you didn't do. Mm. See, I don't think you can get in trouble for him revealing something he was told not to reveal. It's defamation. It's also our station that would broadcast the information. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. It, but it, Abby it, wouldn't get in trouble. The station would get in trouble. Okay. Well, let's get him back on. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean, though? Like, I, I guess people can't speculate, but he could say, honestly, that from a lot of reports, it's not as sophisticated as what they've seen. That's fair. That's truthful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, what I mean is I think he knows who did it. <laughs> oh. I reckon no, he knows something. he doesn't. Well, he used to be a copper. He knows people they who know people. Would they know... Yeah, they know the per. I reckon the FBI's already got them. Oh, you reckon they called in the FBI? They said on the news that they called in the FBI. Wow, the FBI. Mm. Wow. I yeah. mean, it's pretty bad if the FBI can't get them. Is that what they've said? Dubai? No. FBI. Oh. FBI. Oh, I, I joked. I said FBI. So that's what kids. What's the FBI these got to do with it? It's an Australian I investigation. He- yeah, but I heard on the news they asked the FBI for help because if this person's able to hack places in Australia, they could probably hack oh America. God, I'm going to get you an FBI hat. It's, you it's love them, don't you? Yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> Are they the ultimate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon. Mm-hmm. I reckon there's people. I reckon they're all like they they got good PR, but I reckon there's they a do. place g- better in the world. There probably like, is. Yeah. Mm. Or Interpol. It's probably the. Mm. Highest shining light of investigation. Which one's Interpol? Interpol's the International Bureau of Investigation. But they just don't have as good PR because they're too busy fighting all the crime and sending all the information to like the FBI and the FBI. Well, they're not in the movies. Yeah, well, they're not in the movies, yeah. Well, Mm. it doesn't sound as sexy, doesn't it? I'm the FBI. Excuse me, Interpol's here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they could yell, Interpol, open up. But you know, Interpol. Oh, what? No, Who are you? Yeah, like All right, we give some information to the FBI. Oh, okay, you should have said that. Imagine that. Interpol, open up. No, thank you. <laughs> no, we got no daughter. I don't have any cash on me. No, thanks. <laughs> but if you committed a federal offence in America and then left the country, it would be the Interpol that would have to get you because the FBI have no jurisdiction outside of America. Hmm. But then who is in charge of the Interpol? themselves. Hmm. When they say, let's ask the people, they say, let's ask ourselves. <laughs> well, you yes. need someone, though, for that very reason. Yeah. Otherwise, all you have to do is flee the country and you're like, well, gone. Yeah. But, so the idea is to get into Interpol and you can do whatever you want. If that's how you wanted to read how this conversation <laughs> worked, then yes. What do we need to do? What steps would I need to do to get into? Do I have to become a police officer to be a detective first or can I just apply for the FBI or for Interpol? I believe. Because I'd like to be a spy. I think yeah. if you want to be a hacker... You've got to know how to use Excel. Yeah, no, no. I don't want to be a hacker. There. I don't want to be a hacker. Too much blue light. Age me. Um, but like a <laughs> spy, I'd like to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean like one of those spies who, like a James Bond type one where you've got, you know, mm. you're dressed in ball gowns most of the time, drinking martinis, which you never seem to get drunk on. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I would be able to see things that people wouldn't be able to see. Because of how many martinis you've had, or <laughs> just would I just be? I would know I'd be able to get out information out of people. Right? They'd go, "Oh my god, I never tell people this, but I killed a lot of people." I mean, that's all right. Just keep going. That's all right. People tell me things. It's all good. Where are they? What about the shooty shooty part? How would you go with that? 
Shoot people? Yeah. Bad people? Yeah. Got That's it. the reason she wants to do it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Remember I joined the Army Reserves yes. and I put on their form, I wanted to join to shoot a gun and they called me up and said, do you mind if we change it to drive a truck? I said, I don't want to drive a truck. And they're like, no, you can't put that you want to fire a gun for your application because it looks a bit cray cray. I, I love mm. the fact, I love the fact that they <laughs> don't say you can't join the Army Reserves because you specifically put that you want to shoot a gun. No. They call you and go... Can we change that answer so you look less of a psycho so you can still join? Yeah. Cool. That's exactly what they said. She wow. said, I, they said, why do you want to join? She said, because of your motto, shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> to be fair, that might have been their motto in South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly was the police's for a while. But it, Whoa, we're talking about defamation. Yeah. yeah. We'll redact that bit. Yeah. Uh, comments made by Stav there <laughs> and not endorsed by Abby and Matt. <clears throat> Um, and we also, side note, we found out what your star sign means for your chances of getting attacked <laughs> by a magpie. We cover all bases on this show, and that's one of the reasons I love coming to work every day. <laughs> no stone gets unturned. No, and if it's unturned, we'll turn it. We'll, <laughs> we'll turn it twice. <laughs> There'll be a sign on that stone that says, do not turn this. Well, we're like, we don't tell us what it, to do. And then it'll say, told you not to do that, and we'll... Do it again. Yeah. We turn it. We don't even want to turn yeah. it. We nah. just turn it because you told yeah. us not to turn yeah. it. I'll yeah. turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 There we go. There we go. Good yeah. show. Bloody oath. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's turn some stones. Here we go. Here's today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. High Church in Fortitude Valley. Brisbane's most unique wedding and event space. At B105, we're getting ready for Brisbane's biggest wedding. <laughs> B105's Briz Vegas Wedding. <laughs> yes, it is today. 25 couples are going to get married. It is all a legal wedding. You know, they didn't want the bells and whistles. They just wanted to be married. So that's what we're offering them. Are you guys nervous? No. Should I be? I can be. Well, I guess I'm, I'm going to be honest. You guys don't have much responsibility up to this point, do you? You haven't? No. 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 The only thing I am worried about is the fact that we didn't throw a hands and bucks party. That was a real missed opportunity from us there. Why didn't we? We got time. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. What time do the weddings kick off? No, 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 no. Everyone needs, no, everyone needs to be sober for the wedding. Yeah, they'll be sober. That'll be a first. <laughs> Stab. What's that? You're not. We're not sober at your wedding. No, I mean, I thought you meant everyone has to be sober. No, you're allowed to have a couple of drinks, but you're not allowed to be intoxicated. Guests can be. Yeah, so I'm talking yeah, about oh, them doing yeah. all the, you know, yeah, the legal I'm, stuff. Yeah, I'm failing to see how that affects us. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> We're the okay. witnesses. We all <laughs> right. But I did get an email yesterday, and I just want to point this out. And I understand. I completely understand it. But I don't feel like I was very nice and took her uh, her seriously. I was like, mm, I'm actually not going to take that as an answer because I got an email from one of the couples mm. just saying, I'm really sorry, but we're going to have to cancel. We're not unable to make it due to circumstances change. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no worries, I get that. But I just wrote back saying, what can we do to get you there? Mm. And Gemma in North Lakes, you're Hi. the bride. <laughs> are you coming this morning? Yes, yes, no, I'll be there, I'll be there. <laughs> How are your nerves? Take me through what happened. You were just like, it's all too much? Um, look, we've had a lot happen in the last three weeks. Mm. Um, it's been quite full on and... I only spoke to my partner about it yesterday morning and I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> what do you mean you only told him about the wedding yesterday? Oh, no, he knew about the wedding. Right. Um, he came to sign I, all the paperwork. I don't paperwork. think we really spoke about it for a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I called him at work. I'm not going to lie. I had a little bit of a mental breakdown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and I was like, what are we doing? And he's like, I don't know. It's up to you. He's, yeah, very much in my corner. Right. Um, so I was like, well, maybe we can go ahead with it. And then as soon as I spoke to you, Abby, I was like, no, nah, we'll do it. Did you feel, isn't <laughs> I'm it? very imprecisive. Uh, no, I get it. But isn't it worse when you email, you work up the strength, you've already asked him, he's like, do whatever. And you're like, no, nah, I'm just going to call it off. You email me and then I don't say that's fine. Was that kind of but like, then, oh, no. But then I had to call him and be like, oh, so actually we are doing this. Uh, Abby said no to me saying no. So <laughs> it's a go. <laughs> I just feel like you guys have been together for a long time and I get it. You come in, you sign the paperwork, you do all that and then you haven't had a chance because life's just been so busy to talk about it and actually realise yeah. that it's a it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Like I said, we'll definitely be there. Um, I'm probably going to be one of the most casual brides there. Mm. Um, I'm not all about bells and whistles. Mm. so mm. But it's going to be a fun day. You're the first couple. Yeah, you're the first cab off the rank. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean we get to have a drink first? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Priorities, Gemma. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> Gemma, is it true that your husband-to-be is pouring concrete right now? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah he's a concreter. <laughs> so he's going to work today. and then... Yeah, he's very dedicated to his job. Oh, God, love it. I hope he turns up in his gum boots and his kit. Well, I said everyone can rock no. up how they want. No, no, no. Right. I've got him a really nice outfit. Right. Um, he knows he's got to come home and have a shower. He, he and... 100% he has to write your guys' initials in a love heart in the concrete that he's setting today. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. It has to be done. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it, it's a different circumstances, you know. Everyone's coming. There are couples that are coming and they're going to stay for like three nights in the city. Mm. They've got babysitters. There's other people that are coming and they're even going back to work if they can. Yeah, right, right. So, so what yeah, is it? it's a really, really busy time for me and my partner at work at the moment. Right. Um, so it was hard for me to swindle the day off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I'm the manager, so I can. Yeah, I you can. can. <laughs> Gemma, you can be honest with us. Are you not sure on him? <laughs> no, 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 no. We've been together for years. Just checking. We've been together for years. Yeah. Just, just checking. Don't forget the He's rings the if you're using if you're using rings as well. Using rings? No. No, you're not. No, that's fine. No, I no. was just going to say if you are. We're going to get a, we're going to get a tattoo afterwards. Great. Oh, we should have got a tattoo. Uh, last. We, <laughs> I'll do it. we we are really bad with losing things. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, we both spoke about it, and we're like, let's just get a tattoo. Um, obviously, he can't wear a ring with his no. um, yeah. rear and stuff. Mm. So yeah, it makes it easier. Let's get a um, go down to Coles here at the barracks and get a packet of burger rings. For those who don't have rings. Maybe mm. just... I'm not going to lie. We were thinking of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> nah. as, just right. as a symbol. Okay, a we'll get treat. you some burger rings, right, Gemma? That's <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. All right. Great. So you def- My partner would love that. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely he's, coming? He just ate his ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We might see you there, Gemma. No, you All right, no, we'll definitely might. see you there. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks, Tom. There we go. Bye. Bye. All right. How are you feeling? Because yeah, you're the one doing all the work. I'm just, I guess I'm just nervous about the whole, the paperwork. Mm. You know, that's been quite intense just doing it. And you just want everyone, to, I guess, to be happy. And plus I've got a 100% success rate. So Yeah, you've never had a couple break up yet, have you? No. I don't think this can go in your statistics. Why? Because we went for quantity. Like, and, and all the other people you kind of know, this is kind of, they're kind of, you know, not people that you have followed their story. So I'm just trying to give you an I'm out. not marrying everyone that came along. Oh, well, you okay. You did say no to a couple, didn't you? Huh. Right. Okay. Well, then this affects your 100% success It's just a vibe. It was a vibe. Oh, I was vibe. No, get out. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. B105.
is the odd one out. Yeah, odd one out. This is, um, we're ultimately judging people. Yep. We are. We? Judging mm-hmm. McJudge faces. And we've done it with uh, mums before, mm-hmm. adult entertainers. Mm-hmm. We were um, trying to pick which one were gay yes. in the lineup. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, today we have three females in who are all vegans. Mm. Now, the trick to this is they will all say they're vegan, they will all act vegan, but one of them loves eating meat. Mm-hmm. We need to try and figure which one of them is the meat eater. Mm-hmm. Could have made this a real short segment and made them uh, take the stairs instead of the elevator and heard the two that didn't make it up the stairs. Bingo. <laughs> okay, so a couple are going to be outraged. The other one goes, yeah, rightly so. <laughs> All right, number one, Talia, how long have you been a vegan for? Uh, going on about two and a half years now. Okay. okay. Justine, number two? Three. Three years? Three years. And we've got Caroline number three for how long? Uh, 17 years. Oh, long-term vegan. <sighs> 17 years. Now, contestant one, Talia, um, and this is going to be, like I said, we're judging you. Purely, um, purely on looks at this I stage. would say I'm thinking vegan at the moment because of all the piercings. Oh. It's, a very, oh. it's a very vegan alternative sort of... I was thinking because of the T-shirt. I was saying because of the T-shirt As soon as you're wearing too. an animal T-shirt, then mm. I think, you know, what is your reasons for being a vegan? Um, so I actually started off as vegetarian when I was doing started doing my powerlifting. Um, One of my um, PTs, he actually suggested giving it a go because he tried it and he said it was awesome. So Mm. I just started off vegetarian. Yeah. And then I thought, give it the whole hog, see how Mm. it go. Mm. And I have loved it ever since. Has it improved your powerlifting? Uh, Yes. It has definitely improved my stamina for it. I would would agree with this story because how long ago did you say that was? About two years? Yeah. That's when the the movie came out. The movie about the plant-based stuff that everyone was into for ages. Yes, yes. I did get recommended to watch that. Uh, Just you said you just only just changed into a, a vegan. What was your impetus for this? Uh, for the benefits of going to gym. Mm-hmm. And um, I love animals. I have a great love for animals as right. well. Okay. And what about you, Caroline? 17 years, that's a long time. What made your decision? Um, mine was for the animals, so mm-hmm. I made the connection at about 16 that what we were eating were the cute animals that I loved out on the farm, so mm-hmm. yep. just stopped eating them. And Caroline, do you have to have any supplements in your diet to be able to get enough iron? Um Usually I've been okay at the moment, though, because I'm pregnant. I do need a bit more iron than usual. So, <laughs> so you do you take um, iron tablets? I do at the moment. I don't think anyone was going to say if you were or not. I was. So I was going to okay. say congratulations. <laughs> no, I, I would. You could have the baby falling out, and I'd still be like, "Wow, were you pregnant?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never, never front that one. All right, but so we, um, normally I don't have to. Normally yeah. I get enough from the the food that I eat. Yeah. 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 All right, let's bring in the meat pies. <laughs> we're not going to do. We're not going to do. Okay. okay. No, do um. So if you if you've gone vegan in the last well seventeen years ago, you would have eaten meat before that. Yep. Um. And and same for you, Justine. You would have eaten meat, and for animal reasons, you change. Do you miss having a steak, like in sitting down and enjoying it as a meal? No, <laughs> it's been so long. I don't even really remember. Yeah. What it was like. So. What about you, Justine? Or. Um, I struggle cooking for my family. There's the smell of bacon and steak, mm. you know. Mm, yeah. Very tempting. Yeah. We had a, our, our old producer was vegan. Remember she said she misses sausages? Yeah. That was her downfall. That was yeah. always when she smelled sausages. She was every like, type of meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All at once. <laughs> because that's what I find think would be hard if you're doing it for your love for animals, mm. but you would still like the taste of meat, but it would be the, that would be the choice that you're making. Yeah. So, Justine, is anyone else vegan in your household? No. Okay, that's mm, tough. Yeah. And what about you, Talia? Uh, no, so my partner and I have four kids. Mm. Um, we 
try to do meatless Mondays as best we can. Mm. Yep. Um, he is also into gym strength stuff, but he loves his chicken and broccoli. Uh. Um, but every now and then, if I'm cooking something, the kids go, oh, can I have some of that? We're not going to say no or yes, so a mm. bit of both here and there. Yep. But for me, I just, he can have his chicken. What mm. pets do you guys all have? Mm. Um, I have a lovely ginger cat. Okay. Cat. Justine? I also have a ginger cat. <laughs> and three birds. Three birds. Okay. okay. I have a rat and three and two greyhounds. Okay. This is tricky. Do you say three greyhounds? Two greyhounds. Two greyhounds. And a great. rat. Okay. <laughs> and are they, are they uh, rescue? Yeah, they're rescues. Yeah. Yeah. A rescue rat? No, rescue rat as well. Yeah. <laughs> Snake food department. And, uh, yeah. They, they come from all sorts of places, but yeah. there's a rescue down at Sunnybank that does rats solely. And I got, really? I got the dogs from a company called IWAG, so oh, they rescue people. Yeah. Oh, you really love animals, don't you? Yeah, that's made one decision clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many rats have they got in the rescue? Um, well, they just had a big intake of 80 rats from one home that was... So then, in need of a lot of people. What to did take they rescue them? In, so. Were they breeding or something? Oh. Yeah, a lot of breeders, a lot of like snake food. Mm. Um, uh. I think this one was maybe a hoarder or something. So ah, right, right, right. Thought she was doing the right thing by helping them all out. But yeah. Mm. So is that <laughs> so. essentially for so like vegans who don't want to hurt any animals when they've got a rat problem, rather than kill them, they can collect them and then take them to the rescue. Um, they're a little bit different to the wild ones that you get out there. So the pet ones are. Yeah, what was she saying? Like, was the hoarder had breed, pets? So, so, so she when had they, them as pets. she had Would them, you? Not, oh. not just the random. Rat Rats are running oh, through the no. horse house, <laughs> and then they'll just tame them no. and give them to a family. Oh, nah, God. mate, that's not how it works. I mean, they they yeah. do take some of them on yeah. sometimes, but they're, they're a bit watch, different. Watch that plague right off them and send them in with the fam. No, wow. not, not how that works. Yeah. 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 I knew you thought yeah. that. No, no, no. Yeah. Caroline, okay. would you kill a cockroach? No. Would anyone on our panel kill a cockroach? Well, that's what my partner's for. Yeah. Brilliant. Right, okay. Yeah. Tommy's job. Okay. Like, I'm Away. not having anything to do with it. Please try not to kill it, but mm. I'm not. I think I've made my decision. I think I've made mine, but I don't know mm. if it's a trick. All right, we'll come back. The odd one out. You can see our three lovely ladies. They are all vegan, but one of them is lying to us. Uh, make your judgment on Facebook and hear the answer next here at B105. Who is the odd one out? The odd one out. Yeah, we're doing a round of Odd One Out. You can see our three contestants online this morning. They're on our Instagram page uh, and also on the Stab Abby and Matt Facebook page. Okay, so we have three vegans. Number one, Talia. Number two, Justine. And number three, Caroline. Although one of them actually isn't a vegan. They're just pretending. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met them just before. Here's all the information that we got. Talia. How long have you been a vegan for? Uh, going on about two and a half years now. I actually started off as vegetarian when I was doing started doing my powerlifting. Um, um, and then I thought, give it the whole hog, see how we go. And I have loved it ever since. Justine. Three. Three years. I love animals. I have a great love for animals as well. I also have a ginger cat <laughs> and three birds. Caroline. 17 years. Oh, long-term vegan. 17 years, that's a long time. What made your decision? Um, mine was for the animals, so mm. I made the connection at about 16 that what we were eating were the cute animals that I loved out on the farm. So yep. just stopped eating them. All right, so just on that, and also by appearance, we've done a lot of uh, work on appearance here. We have formed our decisions. Now, guys, who do you think is the meat eater out of the three? Maddie, I'll go to you first. Uh... Originally, I thought that uh, Talia was a vegan. Mm-hmm. She had sort of like an alternative look, but I believe Talia... Is a vegan. Isn't. Is, is a, meat, a meat eater. Is a meat eater. I think she's a meat eater. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Abby? I do like your thinking. I am going to eliminate Caroline because mm. we would say that she's... 
a vegan, right? Oh, 100%. She's, she otherwise, she's a really good actor because mm. I just, you know, to rescue all the animals, mm. to be for 17 years. Mm. I yeah. believe that she is, and she also has uh, no leather on her bag. Ah. So for that reason, I'm going to lock in Justine mm. as the non-vegan. Right. But if then Car- again, I mean, they could all be. I just, I know myself. I have a vegan handbag. Mm. That's as far as you got. Is it as made for a vegan? I, I have the same one as Zabby. I was going to say Justine as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, definitely between Talia oh. and Justine yeah. as the meat eater. It's it's hard, but I'm going to look in Justine. You're right. You're looking in Justine. Yeah, I am too. And remember, the winner gets a meat tray. <laughs> so, which one is the odd one out? Please stand forward. The odd one out. Oh, yes! Yes! Well done, Maddie. You've never got one wrong, Maddie. Oh, yeah. Well done. Well there we done. go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's great. That Tally, is good. you fooled us. Well done. There was actually quite a lot of truth mixed in with that. All right. So. Yeah. You are a power lifter, aren't you? I am, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And Justine, Lift that Maddie must up. be hard, cooking for everyone else when you actually are a vegan. Yeah, well, I actually spoke to you guys a few years ago. I run a support program for rural patients, mm. and I cook up to 50 meals a week. So yeah. meat is a very common thing in my kitchen. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. extraordinary that you have to be able to do that, but wow. well done. Yeah, well done. thank you. Yeah. And Caroline, good luck with the bubs as well. Thank you. Yeah. I'm looking like there was a tiny part of me that wanted Caroline to be like, no, I'm lying. Oh, yeah. I make rat jerky. <laughs> <too>. Got this. <laughs> you know? Uh, Thank you so much for coming in. Really great to meet you all. Well done. Good job. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. High Church in Fortitude Valley, Brisbane's most unique wedding and event space. At B105, we're getting ready for Brisbane's biggest wedding. B105's Bris Vegas wedding. Is everyone feeling okay about the 25 weddings today? It's going to be a a big one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We're probably not as nervous as you because you're you're doing all the ceremonies. It's your show, but I'm nervous for the. You're the ring bearer. Oh yeah, I can't lose them. Uh huh. Now you've probably worried me a little. But you're nervous for the couples, and you can them, feel yeah. the nerves. And there was a few nerves yesterday where I got a few emails. And I was like, oh, I've got a few no shows, a few cold feet. Oh, okay, and yeah. I know that, that I was going to persevere for them to come, and that was fine because I I knew they'd all been together for a long time. But I do feel for people that knew it wasn't right and still went through with it. Mm. Poor Esther. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've checked with her. And I kept saying, are you sure? And then she says yes. And I go, no, 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 but come on. It's just you and me. me. Are you sure, sure? <laughs> she keeps saying yes. Uh, no, but I, my, my best friend, the wedding, like the marriage didn't last longer than a year. Mm. And I said to her, when did you know? And she said, the moment we rocked up at the church. Oh. I said, that was it. She said, I had inkling before, but it was all booked. And I was like, at what point did you just go, we should leave? Like, you should have told me. And I kept saying, are you sure? And you kept saying yes. She's like, you don't, you don't back away at that point. No, you don't think, I don't think you think that you can. I mean, people have, but it's a huge step to take. It's a movie is what that is. It is a movie. It's a yeah. runaway bride, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and movies are not real life. And I no. can understand when you go, I don't know if I was sure. And it's fine to say in hindsight when you look back and you've got separated. 13, 10, 60, if that's happened to you. Wow. Because, I mean, all the people are dressed up. They're sitting there. People have travelled. Yeah. It's an inconvenience. Maybe she wanted the wishing well money before she... <laughs> it was a great wedding, so she's looking forward to the pinning of the money. Ah, yeah. Well, the yeah, money got, got to go through ahead with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then run. <laughs> but no, she, I said there must have been some hope. And she goes, of course, you hope that it's going to work out. You mm. know, even at the back of your mind where you go, wait a minute. Mm. 
this is this is not right. And, and, and it's she 70. said that he never turned around and looked at her the way that a groom should be. Oh, uh, he never turned around at all, or not really. Okay, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. standing there and they turned her out at the last moment and she wanted the whole, like, him to be like, oh, my God, mm. and tears, and there was nothing. Mm. And she was like, whoa, this is not how I would think that my partner would see mm. me for the first time and feel. Yeah. There's a lesson for you men, cry. <laughs> <laughs> think about your football team losing and turn around and be like, oh. You're going to be crying for a lot of your marriage, uh, mate, so start crying. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Um, did you know they were not the right person but you went through with the wedding because really you don't want to let down. You feel like you're letting down your parents, I mm-hmm. guess. It's also while you're there. I mean, that's a that's a mortifying way to do it for the groom as well. You know, whereas if you waited a couple of months and then just said to him in the comfort of your own home, yeah. rather than you know, we need to give back the toasters. Yeah, well, just two. <laughs> we'll keep one for ourselves. Um, because how long did they last after a year. that? A year. A year. Okay. Um, and. It- also is uh, legally binding that you stay married for a year in Australia. Is it? Right. So once you, once it's locked in, if you change your mind six months in, you've got to wait another six months before you can lock in the divorce. Before you can file for divorce, yeah. Ah. I didn't know that. Why, were you planning on something? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we don't have the same as you get here in America. You hear people go, you got a marriage and all, and in we don't have day. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if they sign the certificates, right? Yes. And then they text you and say, hey, by the way, don't process those certificates. I've never been in that situation, but it's funny you say that. I say to the bride and groom right there and then, do not contact me. I am posting this right away. Right. And I will upload it onto the computer and send it away straight away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. What if they wrote the wrong name on that form? Like if then they go, oh, I don't want to get out of here, Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, or that, you know, would that be, would that annul it? It, would it be a void? Yeah. Uh, you'd have to look into it. They've right, already right. signed a lot of the documents. Why was there, is anyone planning anything dodgy today that I should know about? We don't know what people are thinking. Aware, Elvis yeah. over there? What's that? Dressed up already? <laughs> I tried on my Elvis costume. I wanted to make sure that it fit. And he yes. hasn't taken it off? Well, I, I'm in it now. Uh, I need a tub of Vaseline you. It looks good. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know why Baz didn't call me, to be fair. Oh, we know. It's the age. <laughs> Yeah, they showed all his life. He was, was probably too young. What was his name? Austin? Austin, Austin Butler. Oh. I mean, he, had, he... I didn't hear that when I put the outfit on, to be fair. Austin Butler? <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Yeah, I, yeah. all right. Whew. To be fair, there were some things about Elvis mm-hmm. that relate to you guys. What? The beautiful singing voice. The singing voice is what we meant. <laughs> <laughs> and the we fact just, that women just throw themselves at you every yeah. time you walk Yeah, I'm not, down the I'm not sitting down on the bathroom all day. I figure that would be tempting fate. Yeah. Uh, because then I don't want to go, God, Stab must have been a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> is that because he died on the toilet? Yeah, he died on the toilet. Yeah. Is that, I thought that was a myth. No. Heart attack on the Ronjin, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it where he was eating a burger or that was a myth? No, he was eating his famous sandwich, which was a hollowed out loaf of While bread. he was doing a number two? Well, it's Elvis. He can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah he used to shoot seem... his TV when he was bored with that channel. Doesn't mm. seem hygienic. Didn't cover any of that. He was, he was efficient. And we have an anonymous caller joining us. Anonymous, what happened good, to you? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, we're going back a few years now. So we're going back to 1989. Mm-hmm. Um. So I come from a, a very strict Roman Catholic family. I got engaged. Um, we organised this big wedding. We had family from coming all over the world. And as I got to the church and got out of the car, um, my gut was screaming, mm-hmm. don't do it, you're making a mistake. All the way up the aisle, wow. <laughs> I knew that I was making a mistake. 
And then as I was walking up, my family were all beaming and smiling and all happy. And all I kept thinking was, oh my God, these people have spent so much money mm. to come to this wedding. I, I just, I've got to do it. And I did. I did go through with it. Mm-hmm. We were married for 12 years. Honest to God, it was the worst 12 years of my life. Wow. I should have listened to my gut. <laughs> However, in saying that. Now, mm. remarried, mm-hmm. been very happily married for 22 years. So my advice is, if your gut screams and says don't do it, don't. Because mm-hmm. you should never, ever not listen to your primal gut instinct because mm. it's usually very, very accurate. It's kind of like a pleaser thing, isn't it? Where you just want to please everyone around you and you see their faces and you're like, I don't want to let them down. Mm. So you let yourself down. You do. And when you're very mindful of how much money other people have spent. Like I knew how much the wedding cost. I knew we had family coming in from London and America and I knew how much that cost. And I just felt so incredibly guilty about it. And I, yeah, as I said, I, I just went through with it. And I I learned a lot from that, obviously. You know, Roman Catholics are really weird individuals. Um, <laughs> uh, they have that whole, you made your bed, you lie in it mm, philosophy. Yeah, right. Um, so although I knew and I literally wanted to walk away from the marriage the moment I said I do, mm. I stuck it out and literally tortured myself for 12 years. 12 do you look years. back at the photos? Were you happy at the photos or you just were in such pretend um, mode? It was actually really interesting because when the photographer gave us the photos, one of the things that he actually commented on, he said, while your lips are smiling, he said, your eyes are dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> and oh. they were. I look at all the photos, and while I look like I'm really happy, if you look at my eyes, they oh. are just so sorrowful. Wow. <laughs> and so what was it that you just didn't love him? No, it wasn't that. Um Marriage takes two, right? Always takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. If you have one person who is committing everything and the other person who is doing the bare minimum, um, relationships are all about give and take. You know, it's about communication. If you don't have that from the get-go, you are very, very doomed. Um, That communication and not taking each other for granted is such a huge part of marriage. And... He'd been taking me for granted for two years before we got married. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I look back at it now, and but I was also only 19 at the time too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. very, very young. And when people ask me for marriage advice these days, I say to them, don't rush into it. If you're young, you know, get to know each other first before you make such a big commitment like that because you actually need to know how each other operates Mm. and whether you can actually live with that person. So for me, I didn't do that. I always thought that if we love somebody enough, you can change them. You absolutely cannot change somebody if they do not want to change. But as you said, it worked out for the best in the long run. So Absolutely it did. As I said, 22 years, very happily married. Best thing I ever did. Well, Anonymous, uh, this has been a great counselling session, I think, yes, for everyone. Yes, so tonight. good. <laughs> Call back with other advice on yeah. other topics. I could listen to you all day. I wish everybody the best of luck today. Oh, thanks, Anonymous. Thank you, Anonymous. Uh, there we go, the Bris Vegas wedding. We do it today. You hear it tomorrow. It's at High Church, Fortitude Valley. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hello.
Brisbane, it's me again. The stars have aligned to tell me if you're gonna get swooped or not swooped. Ooh. I just want to say a round of applause to the person that came up with this article because they're sitting around at pedestrian and they're going, okay, how can we combine two things that are really topical at the moment and something that people will click on? And they've decided, well... It is magpie season, mm-hmm. it is spring, mm-hmm. and everyone's really concerned about that because they're saying, according to Magpie Alert, that's such a thing, mm-hmm. there has been 2,219 magpies attacks just this year alone. They're only the ones reported. Yeah, that's up from last year too. 281 injuries. Wow. Yeah, and they thought, why don't we do that and then combine is it with... Is that an app where you can tell people where the maggies are? Yeah, there's an app mag- yeah. for where they are and where they swoop. And, and then you like put that. in their names, their profiles, what they mm. look like, their, their hobbies. pronouns. So yep. when you tell them to go away, you say it properly. <laughs> swipe right. But hey, Lost him here. not a joke though, because remember, we spoke to an expert yep. and she said that they will tell their friends mm-hmm. if they don't like you and then they'll tell their, you know, their offspring that they don't like you mm-hmm. and it will be a generational thing. So you be bad to one magpie... As for like, don't smirk, Matt. Seriously, if you want to take this not so like not seriously, seriously, go out and attack a magpie and see your luck. Oh wow! I thought you were actually sending him out of the studio for a second. Go out there until we're finished talking, <laughs> and you come in and push that button. <laughs> no, but <laughs> they've combined signal. it with star signs, so right. the most likely star signs uh-huh. to get swooped. Okay. But it's kind of like they're saying all of them really, and I just know that this person's really <laughs> sat down and gone, mm-hmm, no worries. How can we do this? So they're saying for Aries, yeah. the swooping season, you'll have a tremendous glow up. Right. Great. Springs your time. You'll also, also probably get um, swooped. Not even the ram and horns can instill fear into the hearts of magpie. That's true. They would swoop. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Well, you're, you're Aquarius I again, am right? Aquarius, yes. Uh, yep. No, it, it, it just says you really should consider picking up reading. Re- May I suggest Magpie by Elizabeth Day? They've suggested a book for you because you like reading. Oh, okay. Do you get swooped in a group first because you're tall? Yeah. It's like a tree. Lightning hits the tallest tree first. 100%. They say don't run, right? Don't run? Mm, Try it, though. Or is that dingoes that I learned on the weekend? That too. When I was at Fraser Island. Most animals don't run because as soon as you show fear, they know they're dominant. Yes, you've got to stand Stand tall and and be like, yeah. "Yeah." So you what? Turn around and run back at them? Well, you definitely turn around because they don't swoop if they look. If you can see them, they are they're a cowardly lot and they only mm. swoop from behind. Oh, um, you're going to lay threats down for them? Is that what you're doing? Well, they're a cowardly. I, I just I read the statistics from yesterday and there's not a big magpie population that tunes into this show. So no, they're Nova fans. They are. Which are just they? goes to show you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. I was going to say they're intelligent birds, but mm, maybe there not. There goes that. 4 BC, it is then. Ray Hadley in the morning. That's why they all. That's why they all sit around. Gah, gah, that's why they're gah, all grumpy. They're all whinging. Come here, Ray, this morning. Leo, this is you, Matthew. This season, you will uh, find the love of your life. What? Okay. You will also uh, have the most romantic months of your life, and you also get swooped by a pair of magpies who are also in love. Oh, oh, wow, that's specific. Mm. Wow. I'm a Gemini, so two magpies are going to swoop me, one for each of my personality. <laughs> Just the two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two-faced Gemini. Look at that, 48 magpies are taking that poor woman. <laughs> <laughs> she going to die. Yeah, so I don't know if there's much truth to these. Well. <laughs> no, I'm taking it as gospel. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to live the whole season of spring around this. Yeah, and get yeah. a divorce. Are there um, any, uh, probably not because how do you tell, but are there any stuff? signs on the list that it's like you're sweet they like Tauruses you know like not everyone's going to get swooped right? it seems like Capricorn's the only one here that doesn't have a swooping story guess what the writer was yeah it just <sighs> says dump him 
Oh, we'll get, get. Mm. yeah. So I okay. guess that's right. more just right. advice on your love life, really. Isn't <laughs> she it? got to that was the last one. She's done with the magpies, and she's going to start like, writing. And then I woke up. It was all a dream. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be safe out there. Yeah, well, the season hasn't finished. It's only just getting started. Yeah. So 281 injuries so far. They are dangerous. Yeah, they're just ones reported. Some people are too embarrassed. Well, to no, because if you report them too, they know about it, and you get it on their grudge mm. list. Uh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> what, you you hold up the app. You, I'll report, I'll report it. You. I'm going to report where you are. He's going to report but us. You've, you've got to stop, all right? <laughs> Bloody Gemini. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit exciting when Ash, our producer, goes, do you want me to show you my rash? <laughs> Work out what it is. We love oversharing here, don't we? Yes, we do. And you've got it on your back. Yeah, so I've had this rash for about a week and a half, maybe nearly two weeks. Really itchy, quite painful. I can't completely see it because it is on my back. So I don't know really how bad it is. You sold it to you. us yeah. by going, hey, I think I've got monkeypox. I could still have... Mm. Monkey pox because my swab, I ended up going to the doctors. Yeah. They swabbed it. Um, they believe it's shingles. Right. Shingles. Yeah. And I was like, you've got to take some time off. But they, they have they not got the results no, yet? No, they're going to call me probably today and tell oh. me. So, like, the jury's still out on whether it is. What do you want it to be? Uh, probably just shingles. Okay. Because, like, I would, yeah. But Only four people in the state have monkeypox, so it is quite rare. And yeah. I did feel like I was going to be very special. <laughs> did you go to a sex festival in the last week no, and a half? nothing Isn't strange. It's not out? a sexually transmitted infection. It's more that you just have to rub against it. Yeah. Oh. To get it. That's why. And it did break out at, a, at an orgy in Because they were definitely so rubbing against yeah, each other. Yeah, so the majority yeah. of the first cases were bisexual and homosexual men. But I would stress that it is not a disease that is limited to or for them. Correct, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the doctor's like, yeah, we set this swab away. It'll come back in a couple of days, but you pretty much have shingles. And we feel sorry because I was like, yeah. everyone that I've known to have shingles, it's quite elderly. Yeah, she's not gay. She's old. No, that's... <laughs> I'm 32. No, I know, but it's just... It's, it's normally yeah. an older... Your granddad has shingles. Yeah, and it's mainly because you, it's a re... Uh, <laughs> Igniting of the chicken pox. Virus. Yeah, so you've yeah. had to have the chicken pox. So it just feels like, and they're saying that a lot of stress can bring it on. Are we stressing you? Yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no pause. <laughs> she knew. Uh, you know no, she wanted to show us the rash so she could say, look, look what, what you've you did done to me. me. I disagree because she got it when we were off for a week. So no, I reckon it was a stress. I had it. Shush. <laughs> I'll tell you when exactly it came up. Mm. The day before we did live for free. Oh, yeah, the that'll do it. Oh, right okay. Before break, <laughs> that's when it first showed up. Yeah, that so, was you need stress leave. Yeah. But we just wonder on 13, 10, 60, are you a young person with an older condition? Because you've got arthritis in your toe, which you always associate with elderly. Yeah, my big toe. Mm. Um, I've had arthritis in it since I was eight. Uh, and I used to have to wear Ugg boots to school because I couldn't wear shoes. Mm. It was just too painful. Yeah, it really hurt. We well, met a lot of um, I met a lot of kids at the Christmas appeal that had um, child arthritis. It is yeah, a thing. And that's it's quite, you, quite bad. Yeah, really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. But uh, big toes. Of, uh, but it was from the result of the injury, wasn't it? It's yeah. juvenile uh, arthritis. Yeah, isn't juvenile. It? Yeah. Arthritis. Now this one's because I dropped a crate of glass um, soft drink bottles on my foot and crushed it, and then I got arthritis from that. I didn't know that you can get arthritis from an injury. Yeah. So then I um. I guess can it's tell just inflammation, when, isn't it? I think so. In the joints. I can tell when it's going to rain now. And that is old. Mm. Well, what has that got to do with... It aches. And then I'm you like, are right. old people are there sitting there going, my corns are aching, Bev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are coming. Every time it's about to rain, your shingles are going to pop up. Oh, God, I hope not.
Uh, do they do that? Do they, if they go away, do they come back? Yeah, stuff? the doctor said you'll still feel pain in the area after the rash is gone because right. it's a nerve thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'll be able to tell when it's going to rain too. Yay. Um, are you lighting. feeling okay? Because I thought you were really like really tired and run down and worried about you. Yeah, I'm pushing through. Coffee and good vibes. Oh, that's the spirit. Yeah. Red Bull and coffee. <laughs> See, um, good vibes. And, and in that respect, you're young. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, I don't know. If anyone else has shingles out there, it would be, make me feel a bit better. Yeah, young younger people. Shingles, yeah. Mm. Like, isn't that what Justin Bieber had? Um, no, no. He had... Um, no. Oh, what's one that makes your bells palsy, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was no. A, it was a rarer one, I think. But yeah, the numbness on oh. his face. I was yeah. like, I've got Bieber fever. Sean Connery had it after his divorce. <laughs> don't, yeah, Matthew. right. Yeah, no, don't. he was definitely shingled. Don't. Abby's had Bieber don't. fever. Stop. Okay. Don't. We don't need to do And it's that. called Bieber fever. What was that oh, from oh again? Oh, my God. Sorry, the water. Abby. It was from the water. It's from the water, and it's just it was a, a parasite. But yeah, I had a South African doctor who thought over there they had referred to me. He said you got beaver fever. I said, <gasps> "What? Yeah. How long ago was this? A few years ago." Yeah, mm. but I mean, she had beaver fever back in her teenage years. I did well. during drama school. Yeah. Didn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people went through with it though. That's true. Yeah. I'm still trying to cure myself of I'm it. I'm still trying to catch it. <laughs> 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 All right, Rachel from Red Bank Plains. You've got an old person's problem. What is it? Hey, um, yeah, so I actually had shingles myself when I was only 23. Ooh. So I can totally relate to what Ash is going through. Did you get it after a stressful situation? Because that's what I feel like she's just keeping all her stress deep inside. Yeah, 100%. So unfortunately, I went through a breakup mm. at the time, and it was literally two weeks later. And it started out as what I thought was just like a pimple above my eye, like looking oh. into this horrendous looking rash. Um, I ended up feeling like a bit of a leper. And yeah, on your, on your face. Wow. Yeah, and I ducked into the doctors on my lunch break at work, and they're like, no, you've got shingles, mm. and you need to isolate. And basically, I had to have a carpet for weeks. Oh, wow, that's not good. Well, Ash was supposed to come to the Brisbane Lions, Best and Ferris, on mm. Friday night. And mm. I said, no, you rightly should take a rest. You need to. And she said, no, I just don't want it to show on my dress. No, it's backless. Oh, right. Mm. Priorities. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the young person side of her there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Neil. Hi. You have an old person's problem? Yeah, so I was 36 when I had to have like a full hysterectomy mm -hmm. and everything collapsed. And by the time I was 38, I had to have my ovary removed and they found out that my left ovary had disintegrated over the years. Oh. Wow. So, and what, that's, that's so huge to have at that age. It must be yeah, so, so difficult. Do they know why? Um, well, I had, I mean, I had, you know, mental since I was nine years old, so they did say at 14 to my mum that I probably would never have kids, but oh. I've had two girls and twin boys. Hey. Oh, wow, congratulations. Yeah, and I've had it on one ovary, and they just said that sometimes it happens. Um, and I went through Change of Life, basically, at the age of 38. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got, now I'm 46, I have arthritis in my wrist, my, and like in my fingers, in mm. my knuckles, and starting to get sort of a bit of scoliosis in my spine. Oh, so. wow. Because they say yeah. that, that if you go through menopause early, is that what you mean? Then it can then yeah, bring on arthritis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I have to have an estrogen gel every day and put it on every day just to try to give myself some estrogen to have yeah. that so you don't go through all that stuff. And, like, you have the calcium tablets, you do everything, but, yeah, it still happens. 
Wow. So, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a bit different because, I mean, I'm used to my grandmother who's in her 80s <laughs> that's got arthritis and mm. scoliosis. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, tell me about it. I'm the same as you. How good <laughs> yeah, is that one ovary of yours, hey? Yeah, yeah. it's pumping And out. I work on aged care, so it's sort of, you listen to all the stories with all our elderly, <laughs> so you're sort of like, I shouldn't be going through that yet. No, <laughs> it's good you can relate, though. Yeah, yeah. go stop complaining, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, we got Anonymous uh, out in North Lakes. You have an old person issue? I do, I do. Um, I'm 18 years old and I have no control over my bladder at the moment. Oh. Has it come on sudden? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, only like towards the start of this year. Um, and the doctor's kind of stuffed at the moment. They're recommending me to all these different specialists. Yeah. They don't really know why it's happening. And especially when you go to buy, buy like Depends and it's in the older lady section. Literally, I'm 18. Oh, <laughs> have you been to a urologist? I have, I have. That was the next step. Um, and we're just waiting for some test results and that to come back. But, yeah. I mean, the worst part for me is that I've gone and seen a urologist that was recommended to me by my grandfather who had <laughs> oh. Oh, poor anonymous. Maybe. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Think of it more positively. It's not an old person's problem. It's a really young person's problem. Babies yeah. can't control know. their bladders. Yeah, true. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm still I'm like, oh my God. Well, feel free to come it's to my next um, stand-up like... gig, though, because I'd love to have an audience member piss themselves. <laughs> Don't That's laugh, wrong. anonymous. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, there's a good urologist. I'll recommend it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Optus is in major damage control this afternoon after hackers access the personal details of up to 9 million current and past customers. The stolen information includes phone numbers, driver's licences and passport numbers. Banks have been notified and Australia's spy agencies called in to help the telco. Yeah, this has been an unbelievable story, hasn't it? And a bit mm. of a turnaround yesterday of the hacker apologising and said he's not going to release any more after he already did release the details of 10,000 mm. um, Australians. There is Brendan Reid. He's a cybercrime expert and a partner in Quarter Mentha, a leading internet response service. This is an amazing story, isn't it, Brendan? Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, yes, it is. Um, it's uh, quite a significant uh, incident that's happened and... Um, Obviously, with the news that um, the, that the hacker um, has delivered the information, um, should still put people on on notice that it's not all safe, um, and they still need to be vigilant in terms of that personal information still being exposed. You're a former detective for the Queensland Police uh, High Tech Crime Investigation Unit. You would have seen so much. Was this a sophisticated hack, or were there some downfalls from Optus that have led to this? Look. Um, yeah, but my time in the um, Queensland Police High Tech Crime Unit, and this is going back in the early 2000s, um, and, and these similar type of attacks were happening even back then. So right. um, it's not a new thing in terms of seeing cyber attacks on organisations in Australia or in particular in Queensland. Um, in, in terms of the attack that's happened on Optus, um, because the matter is still ongoing, it's still a current investigation, um, it's difficult to comment in particular in relation to the sophistication yeah, of, course. of the entire attack, but there has been commentary from some cyber experts that uh, that this particular attack um, was not as sophisticated as we've seen previously. But as I said, yeah, it's still under investigation, so it's sort of hard to comment um, mm. with any real um, 
certainty. What would your thoughts be on the the turnaround that happened? Because I think when we actually, when we called you to talk to you, the story was much, much different, and then it took a wild right turn. For the hacker to come out and release an apology and say he's not going to do any more, what would you think happened for him to get to this stage? Or she. Them. Yeah, look... (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good question. Look, I, I think there's a number of scenarios that could be playing out here, to be honest. Um, and so one in particular is that, that the hackers pull that information down in fear of uh, the actual attention um, that the hackers receiving, both from the Australian government and law enforcement agencies, both in Australia and overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, another possible outcome is that that data has actually been um, sold on to another um, third party already. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I said previously, there's just absolutely no guarantee um, that that data has been deleted. Mm-hmm. And I, I have no doubt that those law enforcement agencies and government agencies are continuing to investigate this matter um, uh, to ensure that uh, they're running out all those inquiries. And then, uh, as I said before, anyone who is affected should still take all those appropriate steps to protect that personal information um, that may have been exposed, like uh, driver's license details, Medicare numbers, passport numbers, etc. Speaking to Brendan Reid, he's a cybercrime expert um, about the Optus situation. What are the odds it was just one of the other telcos trying to drum up new business? <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, <laughs> I can't really comment. Yeah, you can't comment. I'm not involved in the investigation. Yeah. <laughs> I have to apologise because my um, knowledge always falls back on the brilliant movie with Angelina Jolie that was Hackers. It's a little bit outdated, but yes. Yeah, completely. Okay, mm. but it was still a good movie. Mm. Um are there hackers that will be on the good side of the law, I guess, and try to track down this person? Does that actually happen? Oh, without any doubt. Um, the same skill sets that hackers apply to, um, to, to do this type of activity, the same skill sets apply to um, investigators um, who look for these types of individuals as well. So when you're getting called into an incident such as this, uh, we're looking for um, those pieces of digital evidence that exist um, that can provide a, uh, an idea, a picture, a bigger picture as to actually how they've got into the network, mm-hmm. what information may have been exfiltrated out of the, out of the network and what data has been exposed. Having worked in the, um, the police division of this, uh, that unit, can you tell me, because I know that technology advances so fast and the law takes a long time to change, how far behind the law do you think, uh, how, how far behind the hackers do you think the law is? Look, it's... It's a good question. It's a difficult scenario for any law enforcement agency working in this space because um, even um, even though we're sort of trying to track these um, these hackers, we've still got a well, law enforcement agency still have to operate within the bounds of mm. the legal system. So um, with that uh, come some challenges. Um, it doesn't mean that um, they don't they aren't able to have a successful outcome from these investigations. It just uh, it means it takes time to actually get to those end results. And normally it does require uh, a combined effort from various state, um, um, federal and, and international agencies working together to combat this type of crime. How often do you personally change all your updates on your phone? As soon as an update is available, I update my devices, um, any device, mobile, uh, personal um, personal computer. Oh, you mean um, passwords? Yeah, yeah, like passwords. I, I mean, you know, passwords. like, do you use all the apps for all your banking on your phone or is there something that we should know a little bit more and we should be more, you know, on top of it and change our update, our passwords all to that more often? Look, 
what I would say um, for the listeners is they need to be thinking about multiple uh, layers of security. So they call that defence in depth. And most people would have heard of multi-factor authentication or mm-hmm. two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. Most people would use that with internet banking applications. I would recommend to any listener that they apply multi-factor authentication to any um, any platform, any account that they use where it is available. So if that's logging into a Gmail account, uh, logging into internet banking, uh, logging into your social media sites, anything that you can apply multi-factor authentication, I'd be applying that. Awesome. Well, I'd like to have the hacker to help me hack into some stuff I've forgotten the password to, but I think that's illegal. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> appreciate your time this morning, mate. No worries at all, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ah, uh, Uber. There's a certain amount of, um, there's a certain section of society that uh, some people see as invisible, that are so beneath them that they don't have to worry about their actions or what they say around them, you know? And I think Uber drivers fall into that category. People don't, sometimes you don't even realise they're there when you're carrying on a conversation in the back. Well, I think you try not to. It's also the same as when you're sitting next to someone on a bus and your arms are completely touching. Now, if the mm. bus wasn't packed and you just went and sat next to someone, that's weird. Yes. Yeah. You know, but you just try to go, oh, this is normal, when you know it's not. Mm. Same as taxi drivers, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. W- and waiters. Yeah. But isn't there like some sort of code, code. <laughs> where you, you can do whatever you want and they know that they shouldn't? Nope, there, is, there is no code. Uh, we, no I, code I, maybe it should have been a code when I was a waitress. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. Because we used to, it was like people had a certain amount of drinks and then forget that you are not drinking with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd have a lot of um, guys that would be there with their wives and then they would hook up with a guy when she went home. Right. Mm. I reckon they probably thought there was a code too. <laughs> Do you guys want names? <laughs> I, I, re- I reckon in that instance, they had a code vibe. You, you, did, you, you served <laughs> Prince Frederick once. Yeah, no, he was fine. Okay. Uh, But there is uh, Uber driver uh, Ronnie in the States And she's certainly got a code She's got a code of her own, Maddie She has got a very strict moral code Because something happened to her She's being praised and also criticised In probably about the same measure For the action she took After she picked up a certain gentleman in her Uber And I will let her describe the first half of her story Today I picked up a guy. His wife and his kids walked him out to the car, said, I love you, daddy, blah, blah, blah. So he gets in. He says, hi. He goes, I added a stop. I said, I saw that. So we go and we pull up at the stop. And this lady comes out. She gets in and she's like, I'm so glad you finally got away from your damn wife. Okay. So then he kisses her. And it wasn't a hi, how you doing kind of kiss. So she says, you know, I'm tired of you putting me off. When are you going to leave? And he said, you know, I've got some things I've got to take care of. You know, let's talk about this later. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) This escalates quite quickly because apparently the mistress was only about four or five blocks away from his house. Oh, really close. Yeah. And she ain't taking handy for him, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's true. Long distance relationships don't work. Or scary. You know, Mm. he might be a risk taker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some skydive, some do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just like to point out for the record, been skydiving twice. Um, (laughs) So she decides to take matters into her own. I mean, she sounds like a bit of a Karen, let's be fair. But she is not having this no, wait, are you Are you on her side here? Are you on the Uber driver's side? Well, I'll wait until you have found out what she does. Okay. Okay? Uh, because she says, nah, 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 not on my watch. And she does an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Understand something. If you are doing something crappy in my car, I have the right to handle it however I see fit. I took him back to his house and made him and her get out of my car at his home. 
where his wife and his kids were. There was no other way this was going to go on. There is nothing worse than a dog. I don't give a if you're a female or you're a male. Pull some like that in my car and you're going to get done like that. Karma's a mother Be better people. Do better in life. Oh, she been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped him back off on his front lawn with the mistress and all their luggage. Imagine them. Get out. Get out. No, I don't want to get out. <laughs> She'd be like, did you put in the wrong address? <laughs> Was the, what'd she do though? Did the wife find out? Because you could quickly jump no, out and just No, he got out and said, oh, I got the cheap option when you do shared. <laughs> <laughs> well, she drove off. So that's the end of the, we don't know what So occurs. she didn't go knock. I thought she was going to like knock on the door. No, and I everything. believe she would have beeped the horn as she drove I off. I mean, you could suggest so. it, but I don't think you take it upon yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like you could pull over and say, hey guys, I think you're doing the wrong thing. You should end it with your wife or end it with this girl, whatever. Mm. Get out of my thing. But I don't need know if you have to drive them back. Mm. Well, as she said, you know, if, that's, if that thing happens in my Uber, that's what it's I'm going to do. It's her Uber. That's what I'm going to do. She'd also give you a lecture after a night mm. out. You're on the way home. Do you think you drank too much? You drank too much, didn't you? Probably. Mm. Betcha she didn't get five stars from that trip. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Betcha he didn't either, though. No tip for you, lady. <laughs> no, not for her. <laughs> Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.